0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, I'm Amy Chang, and I'm a nationally board-certified health and wellness coach, and this is Healthy AF. Here, we're going to bring to you all things health. You'll hear stories of people who have transformed their health and, in the meantime, transformed their lives. We'll answer those burning questions about the newest health strategies, And we'll tackle some common roadblocks that my clients bring to me all the time. Lastly, we're going to talk to some practitioners who will bring to you different modalities that they're passionate about and how you could benefit from using those. So buckle in. We're going to be inspired, instructed, and have a little fun with Healthy AF. Hey there, everybody. Thank you for being here with the Healthy AF podcast. I'm so excited today. I'm here with my friend, Steph. Um, Steph Grange, I met in Hickory where she was born and raised. And um, in a nutshell, she is a phenomenal athlete and an equally good trainer, which is why I asked her to be on the show. She grew up an athlete in, in high school playing multiple sports. Ended up in college playing softball, getting her uh, uh, bachelor's in biology, and then went on to jump into CrossFit because nothing else kind of gave her the, I wish this were video because it's that, it's that like grinding, scraping, competitive grit uh, of college athletics that she needed in her life. So she began there at CrossFit Hickory. Went on uh, back to school, got her master's in marine biology at UNCW, and did not let CrossFit out of that white-knuckled grip of hers. She's become a really, truly tremendous CrossFit athlete and has competed in the CrossFit Games team, the North American East semifinal individuals, the Granite Games, the Waterpalooza, If you're a CrossFitter, you know what I'm talking about. And you're saying like, oh, my God. And if you're not a CrossFitter, you're like, what? But just take my word for it. She's a a really tremendous athlete. I'm happy to have her here on the show. Welcome, Steph.
1: Thanks, Amy. I'm really excited to be on your show today.
0: Oh, good. So let me tell you, I just gave you a intro to what your body can do and what your mindset can do and what we've all watched you do. And I think um, you and I are both clear, but I want the audience to be clear. That's not the reason I ask you on the show. The reason I ask you on the show is because you show such a passion for helping other people become fit and create the body that they want to have so that they can live a life that they love. And I'm super passionate about that too. So I thought that on this show, I could maybe uh, impart some wisdom from your little noggin to people who are maybe on the couch and intimidated of starting their fitness journey. And in particular, intimidated of setting foot into a CrossFit gym.
1: Oh, it can be super intimidating. I know people hear the word CrossFit and they're just like, nope, nope, shut off. Can't do that. There's crazy people with six packs and they walk on their hands. They hang from the rig and do pull-ups. Like, I can't do that. What? Why? No, it's too much. Um, but it's been so cool in the last... I've stepped into a general management role um, at CrossFit Reignited. And since I've done that, I've been able to kind of look at our population uh, at the gym from a different perspective. So in the past, I was just there as an athlete doing my own thing, hanging out in the corner, lifting weights. But now kind of seeing our population for... community and you know who all we have in there we have people from you know teenagers doing sports specific training um some youth adaptations and like working on developing muscle groups and fast twitch muscles that they can use for sports all the way up to our silver linings class um, and people who do personal training with me and other coaches in the gym who are just looking to be functional and, you know, able to do everything in their daily lives and train for that. Um, so it's really cool to see how many different types of people we have in the gym and how they all use fitness to make their daily lives better.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's interesting that you mention you know, as an athlete, you've got sort of one context when you walk into the gym and all of a sudden when you start really um taking the gym into your hand you're taking all the gym members into your hand and those gym members come in different shapes sizes capabilities confidence levels uh injuries disabilities you know and uh all of a sudden it looks
1: different feels different it does, yeah, but it's it's a really cool feeling um, to watch people come into the gym some with all this excitement. Hey, I'm starting CrossFit today. Let's go. Those are like your super outgoing people. But then it's also cool to see your very introverted people come into the gym and they know they need to make a health change. They know they need to incorporate fitness and exercise and diet and nutrition, um, but they're a little bit scared and they're intimidated, and it's mm-hmm. so fun to see them come into the community and just start. They just start classes. They just start on ramp. Whatever it is that they're just getting going, and then to see them like become part of the community and feel comfortable in their own skin, working out amongst all kinds of other people, it's just it's really cool. And it's it is definitely a passion of mine. I mean, I was thinking about your friend. I'm not going to mention names, but the one that you connected me with um, about a month ago. No, it's been two months because I looked this up the other day. He has been in the gym and he's started very overweight, very out of shape, but he has gone in three days a week, the first month religiously. And this month he's started working out four days a week. And it's just so neat to see the routine. And like he comes in, I wave, say hello, and he goes and he does his thing. And that is just neat to see the lifestyle change and you, all across the board from little people, big people. Old people, young people, athletic people, not athletic people. It's really neat to see them all come together.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of the same dude. And I'm going to oust him right now. His name is Jeremy. He's a friend of mine. (laughs) We won't name last names, but uh, he may or may not be tagged in the show notes. I'm Uh, so proud of him. Oh. Oh, girl. I know. And, you know, it's funny. I'm proud of you, right? Because you started... I don't know, at my home gym where I started a few years after I started. Right. And so um, I've got to watch you from a distance become an athlete, which was exciting in itself. But I think I'm more proud and lit up to see you in your current role. Yeah. So when he texted me, hey, um, do you text me or call me? I think maybe he called me. Hey, what CrossFit gym do you go to? I got to CrossFit Re- Reignited here in Wilmington and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, I think I'm going to go over there. I said, you need to see my friend Steph. And literally before I could text you, he had walked over from his office and like enrolled, signed up, done deal. He was in
1: like Flynn. He was in. He's and like, before I talk yeah, to was- of this, let me get going now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Almost. okay. so then let's just break down like we have those athletes who are like when they're ready, they are ready. And it does not matter if they have, you know, done any kind of exercise program in the last five years. When they're ready, they're ready. They jump in. They're good to go. What's the challenge with that athlete? Burnout. <laughs> and to be clear, just for the audience, I call every one of the people who walk in the gym athletes because that's what you are to me. You know, so I really don't care if you've never done an athletic thing in your life. The minute you walk into a CrossFit gym, to me, you're you're my athlete. Yeah. So sure. what's the challenge for that type of athlete?
1: Oh, man. Sometimes I feel like burnout is like you always hear it. You drank the CrossFit Kool-Aid or it's a cult or all these people are crazy. They're all so caught up in it. But when you get started in something and you go in and you work really hard and you give a workout your all, whether that's in the air conditioning at some nice gyms that are not ours <laughs> or in the heat at our gym where you're going to sweat like crazy, like you feel this sense of pride. You feel this sense of accomplishment for doing something that's really hard and you're pushing your body, not to mention all the hormone release that comes and makes you have feel all good after your workout. But that is easy to get not necessarily get addicted to, but it definitely makes you come back for more. And I think people who are all gung ho at the start and they want to go and they get absorbed in this community and that feeling, um, sometimes they can push a little too hard in the beginning and they're super sore. And then next thing you know, it's not sustainable. So I think that having talking with a coach, um, whether that be your CrossFit coach a life coach a nutrition coach, whoever that can help guide you through that process um, maybe can help you scale workouts to begin with or guide you to say, Hey, like you did great this week and you've been here two days. Maybe let's take a rest day, take a pause, let your body recover, and then come back in and crush it the next day. Um, and I think that helps people be more sustainable in their CrossFit journey or in whatever gym journey that is.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. The, the, two word phrase that came to mind when I asked you that question was, whoa, Nelly,
1: like, <laughs> you, like bring it yeah. back a little bit. You let's know, just let's learn just. Because it's exciting to see people get excited about fitness and want to come back in the gym. And Yeah. I want to do, you know, endurance weight based workouts today and I want to lift today and it's fun, but it's like, chill out. Let's take this one yeah. step at a time. We want you to be here for a long time. We want this to be a lifestyle change. Um, we want to see you, you know, three to four days a week for the next two years or more. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, take the win and go home. Yes.
0: Have you ever had that experience while teaching someone double unders? That's what comes <laughs> to mind. You know, they're doing it, they're doing it, and then they finally get one. And then it's like another whole half hour of them trying to get one. And then maybe they stream together, too. And, and you're like, dude, take the win. <laughs> You're yes. coming back tomorrow. Well, yes. you got plenty of time between now and the time you're in the ground to get your double unders.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I use minute clocks all the time. So every minute, you're <laughs> only allowed to do 20 seconds of work, or you're only allowed to do five. And we're only going to work for five to ten minutes, and that that'll stop those people in their tracks for the most part. You know, sometimes you keep going, yeah, and you're like, "Oh, that was great. Keep going." But
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So for all of you out there who are, um, I'm going to jump in with both feet. I'm totally ready. I'm lit up. I'm on fire. I'm 158%. The coaching is that's awesome. Let's use that. And also like dial it back, listen to your coach scale appropriately. You got to come back tomorrow. So let's not burn it up.
1: Yeah. And I, we use the word scale specific to CrossFit workouts. Um, There's two levels. There's prescribed or RX. That's your like top level. Most people who have been in the gym for a while are doing workouts or movements that are as prescribed. Um, And then we pull that back a little bit and we call it scaled. Um, And I think that gets kind of a negative connotation. Um, And people are like, oh, I'm, I'm not as good or I'm not doing things as I should be because I'm scaling it. But I think that's a load of crap. Like, Everybody scales something all the time. I scale things all the time. I'm like, my body feels tired today. I feel slow. I'm going to pull the weight back or I'm going to do half the reps or whatever it is. Um, And I think listening to your coach um, or even other people in the class who may be doing the workout with you and saying, hey, maybe this is a better option or I like doing these movements and Today, I'm moving from my health, so I'm going to incorporate those rather than some of the higher movements that might smash me or wreck me for the rest of the week. So I think for people who are just starting or looking to get into CrossFit, um, it's like give it a chance, talk to your coach, be very open about where you stand with your fitness, and they should be able to adjust the workouts so you can do it. Like, I like to tell people CrossFit is in- infinitely scalable, like Anybody can do it to any degree. I could train a 75-year-old yes, totally man. totally agree. We could do burpees. And a burpee for him might just be like lean against a wall and push back up to a standing position. All the way to someone who may be able to get down onto the ground and get back up off the ground. These are all things that you can adjust to make your everyday life more functional and better and healthier.
0: Yeah, and that is actually... You know, I just uh, made a little snippet of a video. I went to a pool party on Saturday and actually at Jeremy's house and um, somebody came up to me and said, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, I'm a health coach. And she said, oh, that's why you're so fit. And I said, no, no, I'm fit because when I'm 80, I want to be playing in the backyard with my grandchildren and because I'm impatient. And when I want to, you know, rearrange the garage or pick up couch, I want to be able to move it by myself without asking for help and having to wait, you know, there are lots of reasons I'm fit it has nothing to do with my ability to coach. Actually. Um, my ability to coach is sort of aside from the fact that I've been working hard to keep my body capable.
1: Yeah. What I was going to ask that's what you. It's all uh, about.
0: Yeah. That's what yeah it is.
1: I've got a client who's six late sixties. Um, and she comes in three days a week and she busts her butt. Um, And early on, I was afraid to start doing burpees with her. But then I'm like, you know, with older people, she's not in the older population yet. But with older people, like a burpee is falling down on the ground and picking yourself back up. And so I started incorporating that with my client. And she does like 30 of them now in a workout. And it's no big deal. Well, she happened to be getting up to go to the bathroom one night, tripped over the side of her bed, fell down. But she just got back up because she practices that in her workouts. Um, you know, had she not been able to do that, that could have been a broken wrist, or that could have been you know something way worse. So I'm glad that she has trained herself and helped her body adjust, so that way, if life happens or when life happens, she can just it's not a big deal. She just gets back up and moves on.
0: Totally, I'm with you there. That it's such a. From the beginning, uh, when I started CrossFit,
1: immediately,
0: like within a month, maybe, maybe less, I noticed that carrying the three kids and palming the stroller up out of the minivan became easy. I noticed that, don't laugh, okay, but putting a gallon of uh, milk, the gallon jug of milk above my head on that high shelf on the uh, fridge, I didn't have to put a hand under it anymore. And uh, from that nursing perspective, I was like, holy crap, this is my uh, quality of life. This is my functional, like, ADLs, activities of daily living. Oh, yeah. You know, this is what quality of life is measured upon and and how we protect it. And especially in the older population. And if you think, you know, I'm 50, right? So I don't, (laughs) I'm not calling myself older yet, right? But how many times a day does, do I lay down on my tummy and get up? Like never. I I have no reason to get on the floor on my tummy and then get up off the floor. So if I have no reason to do that at 50 and I don't ever ask my body to do that at all, do you think I'm going to be able to do that at 75? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. No. And you're exactly right. I often tell people who are older who say, okay, let's just take the older client. Older client wants to start CrossFit. They have certain concerns. One of them is that they're old, and one of them is that they're going to hurt something um, or that they don't want to build muscle. One of the things I always point out to them, and I don't know what you see in your practice with people, but as older clients, they forget that what they lose as they age is balance and vestibular uh, function. So if, let me dumb down. Vestibular function is your like inner ear balance. It's not just your stabilizing muscles and your core strength and the things that sort of catch you when you stumble. It's also uh, how well your brain and body adjust when you bend down to tie your shoe and your head is upside down and then you stand up again. You know, are you getting dizzy? Are you falling down? Are you stumbling? So how how do you stuff work with or what would you say to grandma who is like, wow, the doctor said I I was losing muscle mass and my bone density stinks and my son does this crazy CrossFit cult thing and I'm scared, but I think it might work. What would you say to her?
1: Absolutely. Just get started. Make sure you vet your coaches, like take a look at what gym you're going to. I mean, CrossFit has a bad rap, but if you trust the coaches that you're working for or working with, um, the ones who are knowledgeable and take their craft seriously will take care of you and they'll make sure that you can do movements Um, in a safe and effective way to help you build that muscle, to support your joints, to help you work on balance and coordination. Cause that is like one of the first things to go as you age. And it is crazy. Like I like to do the uh, BOSU ball. So it's like a half ball. um, Like what do you call it? Exercise ball, like a plyo ball. Um, And I like to make people stand on it to work on their balance. So one foot, two foot, uh, two feet. And it's crazy to see like my forty. 40 to 50 Mm -hmm. year olds, they're fine. No big deal. But as soon as you get into like the fifties plus age bracket, like this now becomes a thing that we need to work on like three times a week. Like, can you stand on the BOSU ball? Just stand on it and practice your balance and coordination because that is one thing that goes quickly. So I think it's important for grandma to start, (laughs) you know, just just go talk to your coach, tell them, you know, Hey, I want to work on balance. I want to be able to put, the milk jug back on the top shelf of the refrigerator. You know, I want to have a quali- you know high quality of life. Um, so that way I can live longer and be happier in that life.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I um, think all the time about getting up out of a chair without your hands. Yeah. Do you have to use your hands? Do you have to rock out of your chair? And if you have to use your hands or you have to rock out of your chair, CrossFit can help you with that. Exactly.
1: Getting up and down off the toilet. Can you sit in one of those low beach chairs on your family vacation? Yeah. You get back up out of that one? <laughs> that's a low spot right there. So
0: Ooh, I think Stefan bringing the heat. Can you get up <laughs> out your beach chair, Mimol? Yeah,
1: that's know. hard. That <laughs> one's hard. Yeah. So I yeah. think I think CrossFit is really good for anybody from young, young kids looking to develop that coordination and the balance um, all the way up to our older population. And even people who are overweight, people who are looking to be competitive, you know, it's its really good for anybody. Um, you just got to start. That's the hardest you thing. You just got to oh. start.
0: Yeah, I agree. So when I think about people who I talk to over the years who have said, I want to start CrossFit, but. Right. So I hear the but I haven't worked out in a while and I want to get fit before I go. What's your answer to that?
1: Just start to start nobody is ever fit enough for crossfit i am 9 10 years into this when did, when were, when did i meet you in crossfit degree? 2013
0: 14 uh, was it 13 14 something like that I know. it's been
1: I, almost 10 years been forever. yeah yeah so yeah i was kind of fit then but since then i'm still not good enough to do x workouts like i'm a games athlete i still have to scale things i'm still not good enough to do some things like you're never gonna be fit enough and that's what's great about this sport or this you know type of workout in general. You can adjust it. you can be not fit enough, you can be overfit. like it's just start <laughs> because there's always a way that you can do it to some extent that fits your ability at that point in time. Um, but at the on the same side of the coin, like if you do get fit, Then this sport can also continue to challenge you. It's not like you become stagnant. There's always something you can do that's a little bit more advanced or a little bit heavier, or you go a little bit faster. So, the energy and effort that you put into a daily workout is up to you. So, you don't have to be fit to start, you don't have to be the healthiest to start. You just need to pick up the bonus.
0: I'm so glad you said that because there really have been you know, I have done this since I was 35 ish, 34, 35. And that's a big difference, right? Mm -hmm. 35 to 50. Yeah. And even last year when I was sort of, uh, sort of kind of making a comeback in my consistency and, um, strength, I tore that Achilles and that was a big thing. But throughout that 15 years, you know, there've been times where, um, I wasn't in the gym because the kids were sick or I wasn't in the gym because we had an auction at school or, you know, like three weeks off, two weeks off, you know, two or three days off. There have been times where I was pounding it, you know, seven days a week, happy as a little clam and strong as a buck. And I'll tell you what, I did some deadlifts this week and I was like almost in tears because I was so weak and I was so irritated.
1: But you did them. Um,
0: you damn right I did them. And, yeah. and I gave myself the the pat on the back and the gold star. Uh, but point is, like, you're not going to come in and be Billy Badass every single day, nor should you be. Nor should you be. And so I, I think to your point earlier about scaling, uh, you scale based on what your daily goal is. Like my daily goal when I did my deadlift after not being in the gym for 17 days was I'm going to do a deadlift. I'm going to remind my body, like, hey, remember this? We we need some bone density and we need some lean muscle mass to pick this up. Can you come to the party, please? Yeah, exactly.
1: And just getting going, like if you come in at a high level or you wait to start until you're fit or quote unquote Mm -hmm. healthy enough to start fitness, like one, you're never going to be that way. You're never going to have that in your head that, okay, now today is the day. But two, where's the growth that comes from that? Like, that's the most fun part, at least for me, is the journey of all this. Like, you continuously develop skills. You continuously develop the amount of weight or how fast you can go on something. And that is rewarding. So if you wait until you're fitter or healthier to start, then you don't get to enjoy that growth curve. And that is fun. The growth curve is, oh, my God, it is so much fun. It is so much fun. It's cool to develop a new skill. It's cool to watch as a coach. Oh my gosh. It's so fun to see people get things like today. I was, um, it's just been a great coaching week for me. I think clients have been doing wonderful things all week.
0: Okay. All right. Stops on that. I want you to give me at least two, like, Oh my gosh, success stories fill you up as a coach. What, what happened
1: this week Steph? Oh God. I have like a whole, my whole Instagram story today is on it. Um, so I programmed for Caroline Hyde and she puts in some solid work. If I write it, Caroline is doing it and to the best of her ability, which is awesome as a coach. Um, it's awesome to have an athlete who does that. And July 5th, I know this cause she texted me a video, but July 5th, she got her first ring muscle up and it's not, it didn't come out of nowhere. Like she had been working diligently on different drills and was ready. And she hit her first ring muscle up on the fifth excited. But this week, she is consistently stringing together doubles on the rings. Um, So I'm really, really proud of her for that. Um, And her training partner, Jordan Shaw, um, she's also been a CrossFit coach in the past. And Jordan moves really well. But she's been working on cleaning up some of her bar muscle-ups. Um, and so got another video from Jordan this week, like super snappy, fast, pretty reps. And I'm like, just so dang proud of them because they've been putting in the work. And it's fun to see it paid off for them.
0: Yeah, that, that it, it does. It just fills you right up when you see the mindset that has oh, paid off. Because it's, it's hard when you, like, how many, okay, so she got her first muscle-up. On the fifth, after doing, I'm sure hours and hours and hours, hours of progressions, but also, how many failed
1: muscle ups? Oh, so many. Yeah, that's part yeah. of the process. You got to fail. It's her part up, of right? the process. Yeah. This morning, um, I was lifting with my friend Callie, and Callie has been. Ch- Callie's very, very strong. Super strong legs on that girl, and she's been chasing a 300 pound back squat. That is absolutely incredible and holy I, crap 300 yeah big big weight and so i've been watching her over the past couple of months and she's she's hit 295 but as soon as that weight gets to 300 it's been like a little bit of a mental block for her um so we were squatting this morning um she failed it twice and then i was like look you have this just like stand up with it you got it gave her a small adjustment but more importantly gave her the like mental confidence i told her like walk up to the bar, put your hands on the bar and out loud verbally say, I got this. I'm going to do it. And then just do it. And damn if she didn't hit it. I was so proud of her too. 300. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it's it. Just and the, for all of you listening the right there,
0: Steph just, dropped, yeah. Steph just dropped a nugget on you. She said, say it out loud. And I have yes. found that too. And I've heard research on that. I've, I've actually, that CrossFit competition last year, you helped me get uh, ready for that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I had heard you say it out loud 10 times. So in between wads, I would literally walk myself around the block talking, <laughs> talking to myself. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what people thought? I don't care, right? Like I can do this. I'm capable and strong enough to do this. Yeah. And I just yeah, say it out like,
1: loud. You just kind of trick your brain in, into believing it. And it's whether or not you do believe it, if you verbalize it, if you make it become true. Like, so I taught um, labs at UNCW for a couple of years, um, like eight years. And th- we always talked about learning. Like, so you read something that is one iteration. You hear it from a teacher. That is another. Um, you may write it. You may say it. Those are all different ways that you can absorb content. Um And so last year, I kind of started thinking like, hey, this also carries over to fitness, right? So you're seeing somebody lift, you're seeing videos of yourself lift, or you're watching a coach. These are all visual ways to learn something. You go physically through the movement and you feel something. But now we also need like a mental and an audio component to that development of the movement. And so for me, I was like, you know what, my confidence sucks. So I'm gonna Believe in myself for one, and then two, I'm gonna speak it like speak it into existence. Um, so I started doing that myself. Like, before I approach a barbell or a heavy weight, that like in the past I may be like, Whoa, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, hell yeah, you can pick it up. You got this. Let's go. Um, and so, just you know, speaking that confidence or making it happen essentially helps you have the, the confidence to do the lift, and then you just send it. <laughs>
0: I love that. And thank you for sharing that you don't feel confident either. Cause I bet a lot of people don't believe that. Um, and, oh, no. uh, it, it's important I, I, for me. One of the biggest, uh, benefits of CrossFit is the confidence and the capability. Um, because you it's, it's not that you learn to do stuff. I mean, it's great that you learn to do stuff and, uh, I will point out that when we started, you know, there, there were no double unders and there were no snatches or clean and jerks or triple unders or muscle ups or bar (laughs) muscle ups. Yeah. Right. Like there were none of those things. We didn't do any of those movements. And that does, um, uh, add to that point you have about scalability. Like if you think you're fit, that's great. Come on in and we're going to develop 15 other movements in the next five mm-hmm. years for you to ascend to. Um, but vice versa, we can go right back, you know, down the other way. But for me, it's the, um, the resilience that's, yeah. uh, that is, uh, built inside of our CrossFit athletes who, um, You know, I've never gotten a ring muscle up and I can tell you stuff. I've done all the stuff. I've worked all the stuff. You know, I've worked on it for years. I've had people look at me. Wow, you're really strong. You're strong enough to do this. Well, it's just something is not clicking. But when you continue to work and continue to work, it gives you a, a, a resiliency that, yeah, I might not be the skinniest one or the strongest one or the one who gets that lift the first time, but I can just keep, keep doing
1: yeah, that is, is so valuable for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, th- and that carries over into everyday life. Like you do a hard workout in the gym, you do challenging work every day, trying to develop your muscle up, whatever that is, like you put in the time and the effort and then you go do something outside of the gym that's challenging and you carry over that confidence. So you're like, oh, well, I did all this work last week. Well, I can survive this or, you know, I've whatever that is, you can carry over the mental toughness into that real life challenge.
0: You know, where I've seen it. um, And I wanted to ask you about this too, because I think that a lot of people who, I think a lot of people in general struggle with this. And so I'm hoping that people who are listening to the podcast can benefit from this little snippet of conversation. Um, That mental fortitude and resilience I've seen that most often in athletes who begin CrossFit when they really struggle with anxiety or social
1: anxiety. Yeah.
0: So have you worked with a client or maybe have a a client story about that?
1: I don't know that I have one in particular, but I've seen it in other athletes that I've been working out with. Um, They may have some they lack some social cues or they may have things that hold them back with developing social connections. Um, and this gives them an outlet to one participate in a group setting and then two, to be part of the crew, you know, to feel part of the Mm -hmm. community. Um, and I think that is the best thing about CrossFit is you become part of this group. Um, I was telling my husband, Matt, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, I don't know this person in the gym, but I had the thought today that like if they did something bad, like I would back them up just because they're in my group. <laughs> they're in my gym. They could be like robbing a convenience store and I'm like, no, nah, hell no. He's on my team because he goes to my gym and I see him every day, you know, like how ridiculous is that? But I think that that connection with people and for mm-hmm. people who are anxious or you know, any of these social things where they may feel a little bit held back. Like this is a way that you can make connections without having to sit and have conversations. Like if you do a workout with me, you and I can sit and sweat next to each other and lift all day long and not have to say a word, but we're forming this bond because we're doing things together. And I think a lot of times we're doing hard things together, hard things together. Yeah. And a lot of times people get worried about, Oh, I have to carry a conversation. I don't have my screen to text behind, um, have to have an in-person conversation. But Mm -hmm. when you're doing things and, you know, doing fitness, it kind of brings the bar down. It makes it a little bit easier to connect with people.
0: Yeah. And the connection at CrossFit is, um, is so palpable. Like can't, you can't miss it for the good and the bad. Like yeah. you can't maybe if, if you do not like working out and being bonded with people, probably it's not your jam. <laughs>
1: but even even though like if, if you don't like bonding with people, you can still hang out in the corner. If you don't like if you're not extroverted, if you're introverted and you don't want to oh, talk yeah. to people, you can still do the same thing, be part of the same crew on the side, you know? Yeah. If you don't like being insider, I room, was just find your little corner and keep following along, you know. I do that yeah. all the yeah. time. <laughs> Go to the corner. I have no more mental capacity to talk to people today. So I'm going to go work out in the other room by myself, but still get the work done. still feel the benefits of being healthy and moving my body.
0: You know, I'm a huge introvert. Clearly. No shock. (laughs) What? But, um, I will tell you there's like, since I've moved from Hickory and I don't have a key to the gym for the first time in, 13, 14 years or longer. um, I miss going in on a Sunday and it just being me and it just being my time in my gym, nice and quiet or, you know, with my headphones in whatever music I want to listen to. And, uh, and also like I'm a screamer. So (laughs) I find that a lot of that emotion needs to come out in um, those low, Grunt. Yeah. In fact, when I played softball, they called me grunt because uh <laughs> throwing down to that second base from a yeah. squat behind the plate. <gasps> you know. Yeah. Um and I still feel a little bit shy about grunting in the CrossFit gym. Uh I probably ought not, but yeah, You're I sure. mean I've had You're that experience. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares, yeah. Nobody cares. Just um, I yeah, I actually don't think anybody cares. I don't think anybody cares but me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've had um, a couple of of clients, uh, athletes in my gym over the years who did deal with some social anxiety and um, would talk about two two in particular that um, come to mind. And one, when she started, I, I remember she was very sort of closed off didn't maybe want to engage, um, wasn't very positive. She's sort of um, not a negative Nelly, but tent- very tentative about trying new things, you know, because everything's new at CrossFit, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: and I, re- I will never forget her telling me, like, you don't know what this has meant for me and my anxiety and that my anxiety is calming and that, you know, what CrossFit as the cult, as the community, and as the fitness modality had meant to her. And another one came to one of our CrossFit uh, parties. Uh, It was like Christmas party or something. And she came in and she got overwhelmed immediately with everybody there and walked back out. And I walked back out behind her. And said, "Hey, are you okay?" And she said, "Yeah, I just I have a lot of social anxiety, and I need to go." And I'm like, "Okay, it's all right. We'll see you Monday." Yeah, you know. Exactly. And she did, and she came back Monday. And when she came back Monday, that's when she was able to really sort of expand and say, "You know, being here is is a big thing for me." You know, um, yeah. I haven't been able to accomplish this with my anxiety in any other way. And, um, that's who trainers are for people. And I think in particular, that's who CrossFit trainers and other CrossFit athletes, that community, I think that's who we are for people.
1: Yeah. And people in these CrossFit communities genuinely care. They want to see you every day. They want to know how you're doing. They want to know what you did on your lift because they're trying to compete against you. (laughs) But no, (laughs) they, they care about you. And I think that that is a huge aspect of the community, you know. If somebody's struggling with anxiety and they want to feel accepted, just come hang out with us at the CrossFit gym.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh gosh. Well, I, what's that? Great stress relief. Yeah, it is a good stress relief for sure. I will never forget me training for that um, competition and I had not done the ski erg before. So I was like, okay, Steph, show me the ski erg and you, Showed me how to do it, and I'm on there just to go in. And you're like, "Okay, how do you feel?" And I'm like, "I feel angry." <laughs> and you're yeah. like, "Okay, but also, <laughs> are you in you know, control?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I met your body. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, are you breathing oh. still? Yeah, that's um, some <laughs> Let's keep breathing. <laughs>
0: That was funny because really, literally this week, I've been kind of mad. And so I saw the workout was not one that I could um, not when I felt comfortable attempting with my Achilles healing still. So I was like, OK, you need to get out some mad. Steph taught you that you can get on the ski erg and get out some mad. So <laughs> nice. that's
1: definitely in your programming today. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Love to hear ways that you can express your frustration. Yeah.
0: Oh, I did. I did ski erg and a ball slam
1: and a sledgehammer. You bet your ass. I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw you doing those. I was like, oh, way to go. Way to use the tires that nobody ever uses. <laughs>
0: oh. And I'm telling you what, too, to get my box jump back. It's actually a softer landing surface for that oh, yeah. Achilles because it's the landing um, that that kind of gets me. But anyway, that's totally off topic. <laughs> oh, gosh. OK, so last thing. Let's do this if there's someone listening and they've been on the fence about whether or not they should try CrossFit,
1: what would you say to them? Just start. <laughs> that's just my start. that's my answer for everything. Just start. Pick up the phone and just start. You can always stop. You don't have to continue, but try it out. Um, a lot of CrossFit gyms or any gym really in general has – free trial classes. Reach out to that gym that you're interested in, whether that's a rock climbing gym or jujitsu gym, mission fit here in town. You know, there's all kinds of different options for you. Like, just start. Be healthier in your daily life and try them all out and see what you like. I mean, CrossFit may be the perfect fit for you, and that's what I believe, but it also may not, and that's okay too. Like, as long as you are doing something to move your body on a daily basis that helps you be a healthier, happier human.
0: Hmm. Wise words from Steph Grange. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, guys, I hope that this has brought you some inspiration. I hope that you're feeling motivated and more than anything, I hope you know that you're not alone. We've all been probably where you are, um, either super extra fit or like really overwhelmed, uh, injured and overweight. And I hope that this has inspired you and um, had you move forward and to just get started. So thanks so much, Steph, for being here. And um, thanks for helping me in the gym. Yeah, see
1: ya. For sure. thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. See ya. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast. I hope that it has helped you create a new possibility for your health. And sets you into action to go get it. If you want more information or if you want to connect with me, visit my website at myhealthylife.coach. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that each new Healthy AF episode will be sent directly to you. Let's take you from where you are to where you want to go.